0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Tuesday morning. It's kind of a bummer. Um, I remember when we signed him, I was super stoked. Our defense definitely needed him. He came through. He helped us win a ring, and he was a great player. Um, I'm sad to see him go, but in the end it's a business it is what it is and hopefully maybe one day he can come back sign a day contract with the Chiefs and retire as a Chief I don't know if that'll ever happen considering how things went down at least from his viewpoint but the Honey
1: Badger is now a Saint well, you're making reference to Tyran Matthew who is about to I don't think he's officially signed a contract yet but about to sign with the New Orleans Saints he's going back home played at LSU and back in the Bayou country yeah and the Chiefs will miss him at least this year and that's what the Chiefs have done. They've, they've let him go, and they don't, I don't think they really expected him back. He is 30 years old, and you have to understand the rate of attrition in the NFL. He probably, and I don't know, but he probably won quite a bit of money. The Chiefs would have to work around their salary cap to keep him probably for another year, and who knows, he may have wanted a long-term contract. At that age in the NFL, you don't give long-term contracts. So from that aspect of things, sure, from a defensive standpoint, and the guy was the Chiefs' most valuable player last year. A good clubhouse guy, a guy who rallied their defense. But you're right, it is part of the business, and that's how the Chiefs operate. They did get the uh, Reed kid from Houston, Justin Reed, and they made a trade yesterday for Lonnie Johnson. So that does help bolster their defensive backs. Still, you'd like to have Tyran back back in the backfield, but you can't. It's just simply a matter of the way the game is played.
0: Um, and like I said, it's a business, um, but, uh, he'll always be, uh, he'll always be one of my favorite D backs for the team. And, uh, at the end of the day, I will always hold on to that Tyran Matthew Jersey I have because Mm -hmm. I love the guy. I just can't wear it anymore. At least until he retires, that's the rules. Um, so in other chiefs news, uh, was a pretty big, uh, pickup, at least in my opinion, we'll see. It's one of those, uh, you know, Low risk, high reward if it works out situations. But a Clemson wide receiver who had dealt with some very rare spinal issues uh, who at at one point they thought he probably would have gone in the first round didn't get picked up, but the Chiefs ended up signing him yesterday. Your thoughts on that? This is
1: Justin Ross, and uh, it it was a birth defect that he had. It's a congenital spinal problem, and he had a fusion done. Well, that that, uh, really puts up a red flag when you have a spinal fusion like that. He did play afterwards. But then, of course, had the stress fracture in his foot and had surgery for that. The guys had injury problems. And that's why, principally, why he was not drafted. Was a star at Clemson. A matter of fact, he was the, I think he's the Atlantic Coast Conference leading receiver as a freshman in 2018. And the guy played for a very good program under Dabo Sweeney at Clemson. So he is, he's a top quality player. But you're taking a chance. Of course, than anything you're taking a chance. That goes without saying. It is the NFL. But it is a gamble, and they did sign him as a free agent. So we'll see what happens. There is a glut of wide receivers, and they're pretty good. You've got some quality people back there. His making the team, Ross is making the team, is probably contingent on how his health holds up, how he's able to move on the field, and where he fits into the scheme of things. But sure, they're not they're not losers making this pick. No, not at all.
0: And the other thing I like about this kid is that he's six foot four, two oh five. So he's a big receiver. So that's a good thing and that's something I definitely want to welcome into the kingdom. All right, now let's switch gears to NASCAR. <laughs> Had a little bit of racing yesterday, didn't we?
1: Switching gears, that's a very good analogy right <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, and Chase Elliott is the one who shifted his gears properly because for the first time in 26 races, Chase Elliott took the checkered flag. The race was run yesterday at Dover, Delaware. It was to have been run on Sunday, but got rained out. So they ran it yesterday, and Chase Elliott takes that checkered flag 26 races. That's his longest non-winning streak in NASCAR and Elliott's certainly happy to be getting that big victory it means something
0: well don't feel too bad for him he's still getting a check even when he doesn't win so (laughs) uh, and you know he gets to race for a living unlike us he had an I-70 game yesterday not necessarily a series but uh, very
1: uh, low scoring game if you will well one to nothing it was the final score the Cardinals won a second inning home run by Paul Goldschmidt and the Cardinals got a total of four hits in the game. Of course, they're facing Zach Greinke even at age 38. The guy can still fire. And the Royals have been in a prolonged slump. They're a better offensive team than that. But therein lies the key. I'm surprised at that. Not at all. The Major League Baseball stats released for the month of April show that the overall batting average in baseball, this is all 30 teams, average is 233, and that is the lowest in history. Think about that now. The average is usually about 253, 254, somewhere around there. It's now 233. That is the average. And the slugging percentage is down from 434 to 370. That's a really cataclysmic yeah. slide. All right, why is this happening? Well, number one, there's been a lot of cold weather all throughout Major League Baseball in the month of April. Probably going to be in May, too, for that matter, the rate we're going. All right, cold weather has been one. Number two... I don't care what anybody tells you, the ball has been deadened. It is not traveling as far as it had in the past. I think Major League Baseball said, hey, we're giving up too many home runs here. Let's deaden that ball now. They'll deny that, of course. They do it by loosening the cover just very slightly. Anyway, I'm of the opinion that's happening. The ball is also different, and the pitchers have decided on this. Some are very slippery. That's another reason. And the third is that every Major League Baseball team has in its possession now humidors. Now, these are the same devices that are used for cigars and things like that. All right, what difference does that make? Well, the humidor makes the climate and the humidity even at all ballparks. Okay, what does that mean? Well, if it's a high-humidity ballpark, the ball's going to travel further. So the humidor takes the moisture out of the air and the ball is a little deader. In drier ballparks... It puts uh, humidity back into it. It's all to make everything even, and it has, I think, contributed to the fact that the averages are all lower now. It'll change as the weather warms up, but right now, the baseball is not traveling, the pitchers are having trouble controlling the ball, and the hitters ain't hitting doing exactly the opposite of what Major League Baseball was trying to do.
0: Let's get him something to be happy about. More hits, more home runs, now, all this stuff. That's this
1: new commissioner. Well, not new, he's been around now, Rob Manfred, for a number of years. And he wants to implement all of these little subtle changes in which the game will be quicker and so forth and so on. These are among them. I, I, I don't think the guy's a positive
0: force. Now, let ball. me ask you this, though. When, on that note, you, you mentioned all the reasons you think that the ball's not going as far. What about is that affecting the time of play? Are we seeing longer games or shorter games?
1: We're seeing about equal right now, but next year I promise you it will be shorter because the pitch clock will be yeah, in operation. That's going to be. A I big dealt deal. with the folks over at uh, Springfield with the Springfield Cardinals, and they are using the pitch clock. It's being mandatory now in minor league baseball it has been since the second week in April is when they started calling a, a ball if you're delaying out on the mound or calling a strike or whatever the situation is so the batter doesn't get back in the batter's box within nine seconds. And the games have been shorter. They're shorter by about 15 to 20 minutes. Mm. And that makes a difference. So I think the more this comes into effect, the, the quicker the games are going to be. Not that I'm a fan of that because I like baseball the way it was played with the strategy. Also, next year, the shift will be outlawed. You can't do that. And you can't do it in minor league baseball now. Man, well...
0: This change is inevitable, my man. All right, so you've always been a, uh, a big champion of the fact that home ice don't really matter a whole lot, and it didn't matter for the St. Louis Blues last night in their first game in their series against the
1: uh, Minnesota Wild, did it? Whitewashed them. The Blues whitewashed, if you can use the color panorama scheme in there. St. Louis 4, the Minnesota Wild, nothing. That's a blanking on Minnesota's home ice. Now, they'll play on that home ice again tomorrow night, but, yeah, I'm of the opinion that home ice... In hockey doesn't make all that much of a difference. Blues have been on such a tremendous tear here at the end of the season. They're beating up on a lot of teams, Minnesota in particular. During the course of the regular season, the Blues beat them all three times they played. And now it's four times that they played, and the Blues still have won all four games those teams have played. I think the Blues are going to win this series, and from there on in, well, of course, it's anybody's guess depending on who they play, but the Stanley Cup is a long, drawn-out competition, we'll, we'll see how things end.
0: It's a lot like basketball, everyone gets to go, and it takes a long time to get through it. Uh, speaking of which, we're also in the NBA playoffs, and
1: who got the dubs last night? Philadelphia 76ers without Joel Embiid, there, their center who's out because of a concussion and a fractured orbital bone, are not the same team. Miami beat them last night in Florida. Then the Phoenix Suns outdueled the Dallas Mavericks. They are the first games of the second round, so it's Miami and Phoenix that have the one game to none lead. You like
0: sports? You're eating well right now, aren't you, Ned? (laughs) Well, hey, have a great day and uh, stay dry.